This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's good? What's poppin'? It's your girl, Amara La Negra, and you're listening to Exactly, exactly Amara, a production of iHeartRadio. Bienvenidos, mi gente, a todos ustedes. This is Exactly Amara, my new weekly podcast where you hear exactly what's up. Sin miedos, sin tapujos, no taboos. We're not scared. We're not scared over here. I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. And I am your host. And here is my co-host. Stevie Nunez. Ya tú lo sabes. And today I'm really excited because we're going to talk about something that really touches my heart. Okay. Which is la Afro-Latinidad. Which is talking about the Afro-Latino community. Yes. A lot of people... We need to claro talk about this. Sí. Yes. A lot of people got to know me in the American side. Right. Um, through Love and Hip Hop. And in this platform, they heard me talk about, you know, feeling like I didn't fit and feeling like, you know, the Afro-Latino community didn't really have a voice. Um, And a lot of people got to see me on that side and got to see my work as an activist during the protest that happened through George Floyd y todo lo demás. I was the first one out there in the front lines. Peleando not just por la comunidad negra, but also por los negros latinos like myself. So it really touches home. And um, I wanted to dedicate this podcast to the people that support me, to the people that feel they don't have a voice, to all the Latinos out there, even if you may not be directly Afro-Latino, but you may have that um, that cousin, that girlfriend, that boyfriend, that whatever. I feel that overall, as Latinos, we are one community. Right. And the Afro-Latino community amongst us sometimes doesn't really get represented properly. So there's a lot to talk about this, pero vamos a comenzar. Well, my question to you is, yes. this is perfect because now we're here. Yes, we're, we're here. We're a couple years later We've from been your here. movement. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the movement that you've been advocating. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Do you still feel like you need to explain to people who you are? Of course. You know, it's crazy enough because I feel that 
it's 2021 and I am still consistently having to explain to people what being Afro-Latino means. I still have had people that don't believe that you can be black and also be Latino and right. speak Spanish. I still hear people, you know, speaking a lot, a lot from a place of ignorance. Um, and I just feel like you have social media, you have the internet, you have YouTube, you have all these other platforms where if you don't know, you can just search it up. You know, we've been here. We, we, We've been here. It's just that no one really spoke about us like that, you know? Speaking um, of people speaking about you or talking about you, have you ever been to like your local supermarket or wherever now, you know, events, industry events or any, and people are, are they still talking bad about you like in Spanish? So, I mean, I mean, you. This happens to me all the time. Well, can you give us like one? Because I think it's, I, I, I find it like amusing that, when people get it twisted yeah. and you have that moment that you're like, ¿Qué tú dijiste? Right, right, right. That no, it happens moment. to me all the time. It used to happen more before, but a lot, you know, a lot of people already know that I'm Latina. But before, and it still happens, but I'll have people talking about me like, ay, pero mira, ese pelo esa muchacha, look at her hair, look at her this, o esa muchacha, right. whatever. And then I'll just be there just tranquila and I won't say anything until ya que me harto. And I'll be like, con permiso, mi señora, ¿qué fue lo que dijo usted? And they'll be like, Ay, but I didn't know you spoke Spanish. Where are you from? Does it That's matter? That's what you got. That's Does what it, you got. Exactly. Does it matter? The Latino community is so diverse. We all look in so many different Coño. shades, hairstyles, body types, features, everything. So, sí me ha pasado mucho, and I know that it happens to a lot of a, a lot of other Afro Latinos as well, where they're you know they find themselves being questioned of like, I just think where are you from? You know, I, it's just weird or, because or or you get the famous, what are you mixed with? Who said that you have to be mixed with any other race right. or culture or whatever in order to be, you know, Latino? Like gaslighting, tokenizing. Si, eso do you que get that? Oh, I like your hair. Like, how do you feel when, like, people tell you that? Bueno, mira, I think that, first of all, I haven't been rocking my Afro for a while now. Ever since the pandemic, I just wanted to change up. And I went through this, you know, life experience where I've changed a lot, right? I've grown. I still rock my Afro. And I love the texture of my hair. And I've had those situations where people, vienen y te meten la mano, they just stick your hands, you know, their hands in your hair. No. Or like, oh, my God, your hair is fluffy. What do you oh, do to it? Or they no. pet me. I'm like, mija, get your hands off my hair immediately. Right. Um. I don't think that a lot of people understand how uncomfortable it is. You know, you're not an animal. You're not a pet. It's nothing weird. Right. There's, I hate the terminology. And let's talk about this real quick, too. I think that racism has been normalized so much amongst right. even the Latino community oh, that wait. you don't even know when you're being racist. You know? Hello, there was a song. Let's talk about the tema que decía. Mama no quiere negro, pero a mí me gusta mi negro. Like, that was an actual song. But that meant, mommy don't want... A, a, a black uh, Latino. Right. Afro Latino. But, but I want my black la Like, and that song was like... There's been so like, much... Like, that was okay, like... There's been so much uh, racial... Uh, I, I wouldn't... I don't know what exactly to call it because... I just feel that it's been normalized. Como que na, la gente no se da cuenta when you're being racist. Okay, and just because of that, I want this show to not just be a way for me to vent and express my own experiences, but I also want to be able to educate people. Y para todos los latinos que están escuchando que no saben cuando están siendo racista, like you don't know when you're being racist, let me give you a perfect example. If you see a black woman or if you see a black man, don't say, ay, pero para ser negrita tú eres muy linda. Uh. 
Ay, for being black, you're very pretty. Excuse me, what the hell does that mean? So you're basically saying que los negros son feo, black people are ugly, but it just so happens oh, to be that I'm that one person who looks decent. Don't say that. Here's another perfect example. Ooh. I grew up my whole life saying, uh, hearing, oh, um, pero tú eres tú eres una negrita muy linda, tú tienes unas facciones muy muy linda. No la no la vayas a cagar casándote con un negro. Like you have really nice features. Don't mess it up, you know, getting married to no a black man. La raza. Hay que mejorar oh, la raza. Oh, those are the worst. You have to How better. How is that? They'll be like, you have to better the race. So you're saying that my race is not good, that oh. my race is bad, that Absolutely. my features are not good, my skin color is not good. I have to better it by marrying or being with someone who is has more European features so that my children could be light skin. So if you didn't know that saying that makes you racist, let me educate you. You don't say that. And like that, I've gone through so many experiences. Like even now, there's a lot of Afro-Latinos, there's a lot of black people who were bullied, who were made uh, made fun of for having, you know, big lips or having certain features, which now have become, you know, trendy and people pay for it, you know? Before, it was all about the big boobs and no, no ass, with all due respect for those girls that are naturally built like that. And then now, women are buying their butt because they're looking like us. Ante los labios grandes. Oh, que parece una mona, which I've heard that a lot of times. Yo, yo, a mí me han llamado mona. They've called me mona monkey so many times in my life that I didn't even realize that it was a bad thing. It was just more like, ah, you know, Hell there goes no. another one. When And I feel, too, that I want to clarify that a lot of people will never understand the experiences a black person lives whether you oh, and I love how they try to compare whether them, so. you come from Europe, whether you come from Africa, whether you come from Latin America, it doesn't matter. If you are born with this color skin, with this melanin that God gave us, you will never understand the experiences that we've been through, the way that people look at us, the way that when you walk in a store, people are always looking at you like you're going to steal something, the way that if you walk by someone, people automatically hold their purse because they're scared you're going to steal from them, the way that people talk about you. when Whenever anybody wants to say something negative, the first thing they say, el negro ese, la negra esa. People don't understand how humiliating it is and how hurtful it is because we didn't choose to be born this way, nor would I have wanted to change because I love being negra. I love my skin color. I, don't have the same I love who I am. Yes. But I understood at a very early age that in order to live in this world with my skin tone, I was going to have to work twice as hard. People were always going to look at me, you know, with a certain, you know, they were going to look at me differently just because I'm black. And a lot of people are like, but we're not racist. We don't understand. We don't see it. We have evolved a lot. No, we haven't. No, we have not, especially in the Latino community. I'm sorry to say it, and I'm sorry to, like, pinpoint it, pero ustedes tienen la culpa. Nosotros somos culpables de que we haven't been able to progress. We're the, somos los primeros en humillarnos, en pisotearnos. We're the first ones to humiliate us. We're the first ones that if your daughter brings un negrito to the house, you're like, yo no quiero ser negro en mi casa. I don't want that. Or what are you doing? Let's be honest, like we keep saying, oh, between Latinos, we're not, yeah, I don't like to generalize, but there's a big percentage of people that are, and you will see it to our faces, but behind, behind closed doors, no, right. people have feelings about us. So that has made it hard for a lot of us to get jobs. It's made it hard for a lot of us to be visibly like, for example, if they have to pick between someone who is dark skin, 
and someone who is light-skinned, who both have, let's say, who both can do the job, you'll always go for the light-skinned because black people come off as intimidating or scary or be careful or da 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 It's a lot of pressure that people don't know about. No, it's absolutely right because um, I went for my first job interview with my best friend. He's Afro-Latino, and they hired me right away, and they didn't hire him. So I didn't take the job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at that time, there's always like, oh, don't think like that. You know, people always say, oh, don't think like that. Don't think like that. We knew. Yeah. Right off the bat. Like, no era un tonto. He said, that's crazy. And I said, but that's all right, because they lost. Not one, but two. But look at this. Culturally, si estamos hablando de mi cultura, si estamos hablando de mi cultura, culturalmente, we know that soap operas are big things for the Latino community. Las novelas is something that has been with us for years. We used to watch it with our grandparents. La mamá after work. Hay que ver la novela. It's like a moment that you spend with your family. And I remember growing up and watching TV and always wondering, why doesn't anybody look like me? There was only two novelas that I recall. One, it was Chica da Silva. And it, and it, the only reason why there were black people in la novela, it was because it was about slaves. Era una oh, novela wow. about slaves. Pero they never, at one point, Celia Cruz, which I love her, and we'll talk about her in a second, because ella, idolo for life. Yes. She was also in a novela, and she was la chacha, la nana, that even got slapped. And, and it was... That was a moment in the history for the Latino community that was so damaging and hurtful because the one icon and idol that we have, that we admire, she is ours. The one opportunity that they give us to be on TV, and she's there. Celia Cruz. La ponen de nana, de sirvienta, de chacha, y viene y la actriz principal le da una galleta a la chacha. It was so humiliating. And to this day, how many novelas or soap operas or things that we see on big screen para la comunidad latina, do you see people like us? You don't, unless we are the robbers, the rapers, the, the drug addict, the, todo lo que es negativo. Why? And is that a stigma, that prototype, that, that esa formación that unconsciously makes people be afraid of us? In real life, you see so much negativity about us and little positive stuff that people start to believe it. You know how many great attorneys, doctors, producers, great talented Afro-Latinos there is that don't get credit credit for their work? That is a very tough thing. And I think that we need to talk about it. Like, let's stop trying to hide it and let's really talk about it. These conversations need to happen. So you did create that awareness on the Love & Hip Hop platform. Correct. Um, since then. Yes. Have they offered you any roles? Or is it still the same situation? Well, I... W- is I, it getting better? I did a movie. Um, I did a movie with Chris Stokes. Shout-outs to him. I love him so much for supporting me. Fall Girls is actually on Netflix. And I, I was grateful to the fact that he allowed me to speak some Spanish. But honestly, whenever I do get offered roles, for the most part, none of them are representing the Afro-Latino community. It's never being Dominican, Latina, Panamanian, right. Cuban, Puerto Rican, Colombiana, right. Andreña. It's, it's never being Latina. And then that continues to bother me. I'm grateful for the opportunities given, but I would like for all these directors, producers, A&Rs, executive, whatever, whatever. Let me point the finger at you two. All of you hypocrites, 
that say that you want to support the Latino community, that you want to support the Afro-Latino community, that you want to see more diversity, that you feel that you, you know, you are holding our hands and you're supporting us, you're a hypocrite because you have the platform and you have the possibilities to make a difference. You have the possibilities to change the narrative and you don't. You continue to get the same actors, the same roles, la misma mierda, nothing has changed. When George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement happened, I salute everybody. Everybody was there. Oh, we support, we it. Everybody has something to say on social media. Now that things have somewhat calmed down, uh-huh. who do you hear talking about it? What has happened? Right. Nothing has happened. Right. We're going back to the same shit we were doing before. Right. So if you ask me if things have changed, no. I believe that the conversation did get started. A lot, I, I am grateful to the fact that a lot of Afro-Latinos that didn't even know or consider themselves Afro-Latino after the movement and everything that has happened, and even after hearing me speak, now feel proud of saying, I am Latino, I am Afro-Latino. You know, take they they now accept their, their ancestors, okay? So I am grateful for that. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. But do I see a big difference? No. Lo mismo pasa en la música. When you look at the charts of artists, artists Latinos, okay? Artists Latinos en los Latin Grammys, los Billboards, en los premios que te dé la gana, whichever one. You can name with one hand how many Afro-Latinos are in there and they don't even look like us. We have Setch, shout out to him. I admire him full. En un momento dado, we can't obviously forget about Teo Calderón. And if you want to go all the way back, we can go all the way back to, you know, El General, who's, you know, that 
were part of the El urban. Canario. They were part of the urban yeah. movement. El Canario right. salsa. We get those right, things. Right. But de esta nueva generación, this right. new generation, is very little of us there, and it's not based off talent. There's a lot of Afro Latinos that are very talented, but if your complexion and your looks don't match what social media and popularity will accept, you're never gonna make it. But let's let's not get it twisted. There's a lot of Afro-Latino talent. And, and let's talk about something that bothers me too. When we talk about film, when we talk about novelas, soap operas, when we talk about the commercials, when you talk about all these other things, me jode, me molesta, me incomoda, me hace sentir mal, me avergüenza, me aborchorna, me, me enciende, me everything. When I see that, when they talk with all due respect about Mexicans or whatever, they want to choose this prototype. This prototype of the same thing that they use in every novela, right? Either your blonde, blue eyes, or la brunette with certain features, more European features. No, show me what a real, una mexicana de verdad como se ve. Como se ve una colombiana. How does a Venezuelan look? Show me more diversity. Show me the Dominicans. When you go to the Dominican Republic and you see all of us, we don't look like that movie. Right. We don't look like that. Everybody is not cookie cutter pretty. No, show, because that cuts out a lot of opportunities for real good actors. So you're not picking just people based off how good of actors they are. They have to fit this pretty, you know, I don't like that because then that's not true diversity. So of course, when I was hit up and they were like, oh, we didn't see, there was a lack of Afro-Latinidad on the film. Of course, I felt some type of way because we just finished going through protests about Black Lives Matter, going through protests talking about diversity. Absolutely. We just finished yes, telling dilo, you guys, dilo. hello, we're here. Yes, Los Latinos, estamos aquí. Right. Los Afro-Latinos, we're here. Absolutely. Please give us opportunities. Denos un chance. We're talented, we're good, we're educated. Please, did you, did anybody care? No, because it's still not being done. You know what's the worst, the worst part about but this? But guess who did take it in consideration? Who? I Heart Radio and My Cultura. That's right, because yes, we in here. Making a difference. But they said, the, what really got me, Coño, was the at least. They're saying, well, at least there's a, a, a uh, representation. First of all, 60 years ago, West Side Story came out. They didn't even let Rita Moreno be Maria. She was supposed to be cast. She tried to be the main protagonista, okay? And the rest of them weren't even Latinos, the, the majority. And it was about how you have other people playing Puerto Ricans, right? In, in New York, where there's uh, tons of Latinos and Latinx community that are trying to break out in acting, trying to break out. And then they're like so thirsty, like everyone, all the Latinos in the world should go see it during a pandemic because, oh, because we don't support each other. No, 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 no. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck 
like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. When there's movies about Caucasians and there's movies about anybody, we are the consumers and we go watch it. So why is it just our responsibility to go watch it? Okay, so entonces, let's also make ourselves responsible. Because, yes, we are very good at pointing the finger to everybody that's right, not right, supporting right, right. us. Pero vamos a hablar de la comunidad latina amongst ourselves. Ooh. Are we being supportive of each other? Are we being supportive of our own films? Are we being supportive of our own radio stations? Are we being supportive of our own brands? Are we being supportive? No, we're consuming as well. And let, let me not say no because I don't like to generalize, but we consume from other cultures. We consume from other races. But are we are we being supportive of ourselves? If we don't support each other, how do we expect other people to respect and support us? But think about it. A lot of, of our Latinx community don't, I mean, they say we are the good, the consumers and we just streamers. But to be honest, like how many times were did your parents bring you to the movies as a kid? Think about it. Coming from those air, urban areas, how many sí, times sí, did they pero, allow you? How no. many? Like, and I understand the support thing, but is it our responsibility? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know why? Because maybe your parents weren't educated at that moment back then. But the Latinx community, we know better. How about give us better jobs? We so know that we better. So we can be able to give our kids money to go support these things. Do you got? It's a deeper than that. It's it's the root of it all. Is that we no hay dinero that for us? Oh, we, me, we're me, like I'm the minority at jobs. We're the minority everywhere, and then they want us to spend money and support. I get the part. Si tenemos que pagar un bill, I get, I get the part. Bill. I get the part of finances. Que ese otro tema. Eso es aparte. Right, right. I get the part of finances. Right. I get the part which we definitely need to talk about finances and the in the Latino community because right. we have a lot of education Absolutely. to go through. But I get that part. But para apoyar and to be supportive, sometimes you know it's not even about the money. You know, it's not even about the money. It could be a simple post. It could be a simple word of mouth. Right, right, you know, right. a we word do, of mouth. We do have to you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because if you see Fulanito's a DJ, if Fulanito is a DJ, pero aquel es de Gringolandia, you go automatically go, vete con ese porque ese bueno, that was good. But you won't tell him to go support your own people, right. que he needs the bread too. Right. No, so that's what I'm saying. We are so good at pointing the finger at everybody for not supporting us, but let's also be responsible for ourselves. We have to educate ourselves. Parents, as parents, and, you know, I have my children in my ovaries, but as parents, 
We also have to be make ourselves responsible for educating our children about their own culture, right. about their own culture. De dónde tú vienes? De tus raíces. Tú tú le el español, el idioma español. Not for nothing. Shout out to you if you don't know Spanish and you are Latino, or if you do know Spanish or whatever the case may be, and or if you have to polish it. That's part of our culture. Right. The Latinx community, I want to give you guys that advice. Obviously, in this country, if you know more than one language, you're obviously already winning. But it is so important to not lose our culture, even if we're born in the United States. I was born here in Miami, okay? I was born here, and I didn't even get to go to my parents' country, the Dominican Republic, till I was like 18. Pero mi madre siempre me inculcó, usted es dominicana, usted es latina, and whether you like it or not, I know you go to school and you learn English in school, pero en esta casa you speak Spanish. It's important to still maintain our culture, our music, la comida, our everything. We don't want to lose that magic, and that comes from education and our parents. Parents need to do their part, too. I just want to find also solutions to the problems. Because I know that there's now, a lot of problems. Speaking of, of supporting, are people still, are they embracing this new term Latinx? I think that a lot of people are embracing the new terminology of Latinx, of course. Because it's gender neutral? Um, I think... Or do people say, I'm a Latino, I'm a Latina? I don't know. Some people like the neutral, you know, the Latin X and just keep it as that. I personally like to say I'm Latina and that's just what it is. You know, I'm part of the Latino community and I feel proud of saying that. But whatever works for you, as long as you're proud of where you come from and you don't deny your heritage and your ancestors and your culture, I'm down for it. What do you consider yourself to be? Um, I I just learned about the Latin X community and the whole the terminology. Term. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. term. And um, I think that you know, this is perfect. I think that perfecting stuff, you know, years later, uh, yeah. you know, we're in a, you know, further place. Now, my thing is, I would like to know if our listeners go to exactly Amada's page right now on yeah. Instagram or any platform and let us know, are you okay with the term Latinx? Or do you still consider yourself a Latino or Latina? Bueno, I mean, I do understand the Latinx, uh, um, the Latinx terminology, too, for a lot of those Latinos that are born and raised in the United States, where you kind of, you know, your parents are Latinos, right? But you feel like I'm American. Sometimes it's hard because I remember growing up, I didn't necessarily know what to say. I mean, I was born in America. I was born in the United States. I go to school and it's in English, but my mom don't know no English. In la casa, everything's in Spanish and we hear merengue all day, but ripia, like, what am I? So I understand how maybe just giving that terminology of Latin X, it kind of makes you feel more comfortable to say that you don't necessarily have to know Spanish, but you, you understand that your family may be Latino right, or right. whatever. So I think that the term works for a lot of people, you know, whatever, right. whatever makes you happy. So, uh, you know, real quick and brief, um, I want to have an iconic moment. I There's know, a lot yeah. of photos of you with Celia Cruz. Yes. Did she embrace you? Yes, she did. I had the opportunity of performing with her in two occasions or three occasions. Um, and that was such an iconic and and just such a moment in my career and in my life as a person. Like, I will always be grateful to her. And I don't I wish that she would have been able to be here to see how much she inspired me. And now, thanks to her inspiration, I have been able to inspire other Afro Latinas and other little girls um, and other, you know, girls to feel proud of who they are and their color, the texture of their of the hair. As a matter of fact, talking about that, 
Part of that inspiration was my children's book, Amarita's Way, which, by the way, you guys can purchase it now at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble or just go to Exactly Amara and the information is right there. My children's book, I did it exactly for that. It's available in Spanish, English, and in French. To make you understand at a very young age, you have to embrace the color of your skin, the texture of your hair, you know, be proud of who you are, stay focused and determined. And right now I'm working on the second edition of Amarita's Way as well. Wow. Always inspiring the little ones desde bien chiquito a entender. Tú sabes quién tú eres, tus raíces, de dónde tú vienes. Así que that's super important. It's, todo comienza desde la casa. I think it's great. I mean, you've done, I just want to give you your flowers right here. On exactly oh, about thank it. you. You've done such a great job, you know, you know, just being an advocate, being a voice, you know, really, you know, seeing you on Love and Hip Hop and, and seeing you push the whole Afro-Latino that we're not just one color. We're not just, you know, this Latinos come in all different flavors, color, like, yeah. that's incredible. You created awareness. And, also, and so do you. You you also inspired a lot of Latinos as well. But, you know, I dream of one day being able to see a soap opera, right, a movie where they have Afro-Latinos in there and they can have good roles where you're not a drug addict or you're not a killer or you're not a prostitute or you're not a... a Come on, writers. Come on, we Come need on. writers. Like, I wish that I could see this. I wish that I could see more magazine covers where they have diversity of the Latino community and then they show, you know, what we look like, who we are as a community overall. See more Afro-Latinos in covers. Would you produce a film like that? I would love to. Why not? If no one's doing it and we're Get all screaming, right we're all screaming for it, they hear us, but no one's doing anything about it. I would be willing Who's to do it. Who's better to tell the story than someone that has lived it? I think it will be great. And you know what? That's another thing, too. In order for a film or something like this to actually work, you need to give opportunities to Afro-Latinos to actually produce it, be executive producers, and be behind the project. Right. Not just in front of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because you wouldn't understand. But I think that um, this is just the beginning of many things to change. I believe that the conversation needs to continue happening. I think that we can't let it die out. We can't give up because if, si paramos de hablar del tema, la gente se va a olvidar y vamos a seguir sufriendo y nada va a cambiar. So I think we definitely need to continue the conversation and see people that really are in power yes. help make a change. I don't want to leave this episode without really tapping into this. Now, Lemonwell put out an apology on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, apologizing for the colorism. Yeah, the lack of the lack of uh, representation. Now, maybe. was that enough? As an Afro-Latina, yeah. was that enough? Or do you think they're just going to apologize and do it again? You know what? And then apologize again. That's how I feel. Then, With all due respect, maybe he truly didn't have any you know, ill intentions behind it. But I'm so sick of people doing stuff and then just apologizing and moving forward from it like nothing happened. Like, you should have known better. Don't you have, like, a team... Because the movie wasn't done just with you. There's a whole crew and a whole team and a whole bunch of executives behind these films. You should have known better. And if you didn't know, why didn't anybody guide you? What was the what's the point of you paying people to help you get a job done if they're not going to help you get the job done correctly? And among so many Latinos that were on that set, I make them responsible too. Because even if you don't... I know that you're there for your check, and I get it. You're there to do get the job done, but you could have said something too. Like, oye, me, it would be kind of cool if we had some morenos in here because that's things that, yo soy muy fresca, and I'm very fresh, and I say it. If you're a producer, oye, me, how come there's no black people here? And you're talking about like, we're Dominicans, what's happening? Como que, we don't really look like this in my family. Right. Let's talk about it. So, 
I don't know. I don't know about an apology. It's it was almost, enough. It's almost like he put an African-American in there and he was like, that's enough. Oh, but that's man. the problem right there is that they always separate. They always say, oh, we have a black actor. That's a No, there is a black Latinos as well. There's. I don't want to take no. Effort. I don't look. I don't take no. No apologies. You know why? Because they get the seed with the apology if you still didn't give us opportunities. Right. They get the seed with the apology right. if you're still making money. You're still making. What are you doing? You're still making bread from our people, from right. us, because we're still consuming your product. They cannot see that you came and you apologized after your team messed up. Your team should have known if we're doing a Latin a movie based on the Latino community in New York right. with Dominicans, right. why the hell don't we have Afro-Latinos? Why don't we have black people in here? Why don't we? So, and if they do, like I said, they'll have them in a salon doing hair, they'll have them doing nails, they'll have them doing a thousand things, but never as a main cast. Why not? And then they had Dasha Polanco on the thing. I Una wish they Dominic- gave her a better. I wish they gave her a better role. Una you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's give them credit too. Hey, Leslie Grace, it was there too. You know, Dasha, yeah, Espana, Divina Fabulosa. This is not discrediting any of no. the actors that played and did their jobs. This has nothing to do with you. Right. This is about production. This is about the directors. This is about the team behind closed doors right. Right. that should have known that this film was going to be so important to the Latino community that we were waiting. We we were anxious. We were excited for this film because it was going to be about us. And when you talked about us, you missed us. Exactly, You Amara. missed us. And you only put the people that you saw convenient and attractive for the audience that you wanted to, to cater to. So do I want to take the apology? I personally don't. Now, if you do another movie and you fix what you messed up on this one, perhaps I'll, part you know, two. part two. Mm-hmm. But right now, because that's exactly what everybody does. No se cagan en nosotros. They don't take us in consideration. They put us wherever and whenever they want. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we'll, we'll do it next time. And then they don't. So, and I don't it, know. Right. Do we have to conform to this? And it's so annoying because there is other movies. Oh, but this is the first representation yeah. of New York. Again, boot this. Yeah, I like it like that. Did anybody watch that one? Because that one was really good. What John said, that was a really good one. And, you know, they're, they're like, oh, but this is the first time and we have to deal with it because this is what we My have thing is that as, as Latinos, first of all, and let me say this because I feel it in my spirit. If I feel it in my ah. spirit, Santo. I have to say it. I don't know the way I seen. As, I, as as the Latino community, if we don't say anything and we don't speak up about it, it's going to continue to happen. Right. And just because you may not have my skin complexion and you may not be as dark as I am, doesn't mean that I am not part of the Latino community. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't hurt and suffer with my pain as well. Okay? Because we're still all minorities at the end of the day. They all see us the same. Okay? So... Even though you may have felt identified in the movie because someone looked like you specifically, what about the Latino community what that includes me? What about your mother, your me? aunt, your sister? Your, what about, you're not the only, like, in a Dominican family, it's not, like, my sister, my brother. Or not just Dominican. Not just Dominican, Puerto Rican, la familia cubana, la familia right. hondureña, la familia colombiana. I right. know a lot of Colombians that are light-skinned, pero right. tienen primas que son morenos también. Right. Like, what about the rest of us? And I'm just so sick of... It just keeps happening. Like, I felt that the heights should have known better. Like, this film meant so much to us. And we need and to they stop didn't push with through. the shut-up generation. That's over. I and so they call it and keep it moving. No. 
Open your mouth, people. Open your mouth. Wait, I no, like let me tell you something. Pandemic, this is a new world that we're living in. And I'll tell you this. To... I feel responsible to a certain extent for the Afro-Latino community because I've been the voice for a long time. A lot of people look up to me for it, and I most definitely am not going to shut my mouth exactly. up and not say anything. So therefore, I personally, at this moment, I'm saying the actors were great. They did a great job, whatever, but... I'm still And as a producer, you're going to put out a movie and it doesn't matter. You're going to have critics. That is a part of the industry. You got to have thick skin. You're going to put out a project. You do have to take the critic. Well, we have to be like, oh, porque él es puertorriqueño. Yo soy puertorriqueño. How about this? How about we have to do better just by helping each other out? Correct. Constructive criticism Correct. is a real thing and this is not and this is not us being damaging or anything in any shape way or form as a matter right. of fact i want to know your opinion on exactly amada on all our social media platforms twitter instagram check us out on youtube as well let us know how you felt about this film the in the heights in the heights let us know how you feel how you feel about this movie do you feel that there's a lack of representation in this film were you hurt by it are you okay with it what are your thoughts and feelings let us know but with that being said guys you know what? Thank you so much for listening to Exactly Amara. Remember to share and subscribe. Always thank you for showing us love and support. You know that over here, we do what no one else is willing to do. We tell you the truth. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, like I said before, at Amara La Negra ALN, and also at Exactly Amara. And you can find Stevie at yeah, S-T-E-V-E-Y-N-E-W-N-E-Z. That's right. Also, go follow at My Cultura Podcast for more information and for more programming. This show is super late. You can miss our next episode Woo! next week. Porque venimos en As we go on with these episodes, it just gets hot and hot Okay, and by the way, just in case you didn't know, this is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast. With that being said, we love you guys. See y'all next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.